is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah, hey. Terrence, up? and Carrie. What's up? All right, Micah. Time to convince me or convince me to not buy Final Fantasy VII Remake. Did you play 15? Nope. <laughs> I like it. I like the game. I like it a lot. It's uh, it's very good. Um, it's, it's, I mean, if you like the Midgar part, <laughs> it's the Midgar part. Like I've spent like I've spent like eleven hours into the game. I'm in chapter five. Do you know what chapter five is, Brad? Uh, let me guess. Hang on, chapter five. I'm gonna guess is when you fall through the ceiling in the church. And and you meet Eris for the first time. <laughs> Chapter five is, <laughs> is going to Mako Reactor Five. Going to the second Mako Reactor. Wait, it's so not- it's like so it's like it was like is it like Mako Reactor One, Chapter One, meeting at yeah. the bar afterwards, Chapter Two, going through the train graveyard, Chapter Three. Like, like is that is that like the pace? Like this holy whole, shit! Like there's a whole new like side story with with Jesse mm-hmm. and and Biggs and Wedge who are like real characters now, like with personality and agency and and uh, 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 Wedge is voiced by the guy who was Badger and Breaking Bad, which is just weird to me. Um, is is Jesse as thirsty or more thirsty as she was in the original game? <laughs> apparently everyone's horny for cloud i mean look look, i don't know what it is about this sullen dickhead that (laughs) just has all types of women just just wanting to do hurricane ranas at them but adam but he yeah jesse is like jesse makes no bones about wanting to jump his bones right like jesse is Jesse is is horned up for some cloud. Um, it's a fun game, man. It's it's fun. And chapter five is when you finally um, have a full party of three. Mm-hmm. And um, the game, you know, the game is is very deep. Also, it, like it uses the material system, and it uses you know uh, the, the the material system is similar. Um, when you get weapons, you don't automatically have to throw out the previous weapon you had because each weapon is has like a unique property that if you use it long enough, you can unlock certain uh, that weapon's skill for all weapons. Um, I, I love Tifa, uh, and not because of everybody loves Tifa. Oh, not because of what every other person loves Tifa. For. Mm, you sure about that? Yes, because Tifa's a monk <laughs> class, and I, I, I like I like monk class characters. Um, sure, it's not because she's thick. Uh, I wouldn't call her thick. Uh, <laughs> thick is generally like the lower regions mm-hmm. when I classify as thick. No, she's not thick. She, she's, she's busty. She's very busty. Yeah, yeah. she's very busty. But no, I, I've always been a Tifa person over an Eris person just because, like, you've seen that meme uh, of, of uh, you know, the narrator says Cloud pulls out a nine-foot buster sword, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barrett pulls out a, a, a 50 cal 
Gatling gun on his hand and Tifa and just Tifa's squares like, up. Square up. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that's Tifa. Like that's that's what I like. You know, I, I like characters that, you know, just want to beat the shit out of people. And they all play very differently, which they should, right? Cloud is the all around person who's okay at everything, but not perfect in one specific thing. Barrett is a ranged guy. Um, Tifa is Tifa is just just your damage dealer, right? Like like she it's like it's like every monk class when you play these type of games, you know. Uh high dam glass cannons. Yeah. And uh I haven't gotten there because I'm in chapter five, eleven hours in, and I'm only on Ooh, my what? way to the <laughs> Mako reactor. Now I now I take it so so you you mentioned eleven hours in. I take it that you are miking this game all over the place. Yeah, but it's not it's not like it's not like there's an overworld. Like the maps are pretty big, so you know, you go into every little nook and cranny and stuff. So but, so you lit you literally spent ten hours of gameplay inside the sector seven slums just dicking around. Yes. Dude, fucking yes. around with people. You spend you spend days, in game days in the sector seven slot. See now, now you're now you're now you're cooling my enthusiasm a little bit. <laughs> now look, well, part of the reason that I was there for so long is because you get side quests, right? There are mm-hmm. six initial side quests when you first get to the sector seven slums, and I did all of them because I'm one of those people that oh, there's a side quest, I gotta do all the side quests before I do the main the main story, right? Um, so I do all the side quests and, you know, you, you get powered up and all that. And then you hop back on the train and that's when the ID scanner comes on and it checks to see, you know, up there are intruders here. So you have to, so that whole section mm-hmm. is like chapter five. Like that's all of chapter five. Chapter four is just brand new. It's, it's all about Jesse and doing Jesse's thing. And, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but. Um, yeah, it's good, man. It, it really is. It's good. Um, it, it does, it does seem interesting that they are giving a lot of extra, I don't know, story to characters that at the end of the day ain't going to matter for jack shit. Right. Like, it's like, it's like if you've ever read a novelization of a movie. There you go. That's a great comparison, actually. That is exactly what this game is. So. I mean, look, it's Final Fantasy VII. You know, it it is. It, it's nice to see these characters actually uh, be fully fleshed out, right? Mm-hmm. Like Cloud is is while he's still a sullen, you know, asshole. He's a bit of a prick, but you see, like, you see his personality come out, which is something that they tried to retcon through. The many, 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 many side stories and spinoffs and all that. You know. Yeah, I know. Like a a big complaint that I've heard from Final Fantasy fans is that like the game itself established that like Cloud is a personality, and then like Advent Children came out and just like scrubbed his personality from the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it's nice that like they're that they've written all of these characters really well and that they've taken all of this stuff that, you know, they prob- they couldn't have put possibly put in a PlayStation 1 game and done everything they could to flesh it out. Um Yeah. I'm uh I mean the 
it's interesting the way the game plays, and I don't know how I can really describe it to you if you haven't played Final Fantasy 15, but it's it's well, you've played. It, I mean, I so, played the demo, so you played the demo, yeah. so. Um, I still yeah. need to play play the de- the Final Fantasy demo. The it's it's a good game. If you like Final Fantasy VII, obviously you already have this. Mm-hmm. But if you if story was the reason that Final Fantasy was kind of lacking for you, um, this flesh this fleshes out the Midgar part. Um, and you said you like you said the Midgar part was one of your favorite parts of the game, right? It is. Like I said, I I, I do very much enjoy that section team. It's ironic that they're having to flesh out the Midgar part so much because they're going to have to streamline a considerable amount <laughs> of the outside of Midgar story <laughs> in order to fit that into two more games, essentially. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm really curious to see how they how they do the rest of this overall story because I mean, they haven't announced if they're doing it like as a trilogy or anything like that, right? They just said like, "Oh, we're doing it in chapters." Or I, I think they said, "I think they said it at three. Did, pretty, did they I'm said three? pretty sure. I'm pretty hmm. sure. And and here's the thing, though, like like the next like remake part two, enough stuff happens like that could literally just be up to you know Eris dying. Sorry, spoilers <laughs> for a 23 year old game if you weren't aware. Um, and then maybe, and then maybe like a little bit past that, like, like maybe you could go a little bit further past that, even though like if, you know, ending act two on that note would probably honestly, that would make the, probably the best narrative decision is, is to end the game on that and then have part three just be sort of like the fucking final showdown with Sephiroth and whatnot. Here's the thing though, right? You know, Sephiroth is all in this first part, right? Because, you know, you see Cloud as having PTSD of the things that Sephiroth has done, and and he's seen visions of Sephiroth. Uh, because, you know, everybody loves Sephiroth for some reason. Um, I don't know why. Kefka... Uh, Kefka's better. Kefka's Kefka, a better villain. Kefka wanted to take over the world, and he did it, and Sephiroth did not. But uh, I digress. Um, but... I'm very curious because there are like there are different like not just like not just like the thing with Jesse's story to kind of flesh her out a little more uh, that's added into the game. There are differences in the main story that that I'm very curious to see how what they do. It's not just a straight retelling of this story like there are changes and I'm curious. I would I would think it would be a very, very bold move. If Eris does not die or <laughs> someone else dies or, you know, like they can, this but is more than just a remake. Eris, this is, Eris kind of has to die though. Like yeah, that's integral right? like, to the it, end of the story. Sure. Right. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying I want, I want something, I want something different to happen. Mm-hmm. I want, uh, instead of Sephiroth standing nine feet away and then poking Aerith with the sword, right? What if, what if Cloud is, you know, because Cloud's brain is all messed up, what if he kills her by mistake? And, or, and it's because of Sephiroth. Or, like, I want to see, I want to see them do something different with the story because we all know the story. We all have played the game. This is a this is a prime opportunity to 
really shake things up a bit. Shake things up a bit. And um, I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm curious. I don't know. There, there, there are there are sacred cows when it comes to this kind of stuff, and there's a few cows more sacred uh, to its core fan base than Final Fantasy VII. I feel like. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, guess what? Go play that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie, I am. I I thought you were a Persona fan. Like I thought you liked Persona a lot. Yeah. Um, you haven't even gotten the platinum trophy in Persona Five Royal, unlike <laughs> our good friend, uh, one Jonathan Belfield. Yeah, that's crazy. in the fan group. <laughs> no, crazy. I've I've not, I don't think I've platinumed anything. Platinuming a Persona game is really fucking hard to do. Um, I I ain't got I ain't got time for that shit. Or maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I've been furloughed, do. so fuck it. Maybe now I will platinum it. <laughs> I ain't got shit else to do. Drank a whole bottle of wine last night, so I got that going for me. <laughs> Uh, Persona 5 Royal is a lot of fun. Um, I know I talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, I just finished the Futaba boss fight. So that's about halfway through like the original game story. So I guess I would say I'm about 40% of the way through Royal, maybe. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. The twists that they've put on the boss battles are pretty fun um because it's like okay cool even if you played through the first one like the game's throwing stuff at you during these big boss fights that you're not necessarily expecting um apparently the okamura boss fight now is a massive pain in the ass though so i can't say i'm looking forward to that all of my friends who have gotten to the okamura fight have have all said like it just it just sucks so that's cool it's cool they've remixed the core game as well in addition to adding the new content it make makes it a little bit more palatable to have to play i mean not that you're objecting to have to play through persona 5 again but it makes it a little more palatable to to have to have that that same experience again yeah um there's enough difference in all of the palaces um like Overall, like the layout of the dungeons is the same, but there's enough added to to check out and whatnot. Yeah, yeah I mean it's 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 a really good remix of the original. So like if you if you liked the original, you should play Royal. Um, other than that, I've been playing Monster Hunter, but someone in the post office asked about Monster Hunter, so I will save it until we get to that. Well, all right. Uh, it's a lean release week. We were we were trying to figure out why, and then we realized this was the original Cyberpunk 2077 release week. Um, so I'm sure people got the fuck out of the way cause you know, no need to mess with that. Um, so the only, really the only thing of note coming out this week, uh, is the Fallout 76 Wastelanders expansion, which not surprisingly has been well received so far critically. Yeah. Considering the reviews that it, have been yeah, considering it makes it a Fallout game now instead of yeah, whatever the reviews of Wastelanders was. so far have all been really good. Um, I will probably be delving into that uh, later this Is week. Is it free? Yes, it's free if you had the game already. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's basically a soft reboot. Um. So yeah, I'll I'll be checking it out later this week. Um. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, honestly. I, I had much as the original release of Fallout 76 was bad, <laughs> put it mildly, <laughs> not good. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, sort of in spite of that. So I'm looking forward to to getting back in and seeing what's new and 
uh, irradiated Appalachia, or as we know it today, West Virginia. So not a lot's going to change then. Is, is no, the exactly. Us, so, gotcha. That's the joke. <laughs> it's that West Virginia is already a shithole. So, uh, oh, this well, this is Micah's now. Here I am getting ready to do ad reads, and that's not my job. That's right. Uh, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. You can see us on Zoom. Uh, will they be able to see this little four square? They will, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Good. So you'll be able to see us uh, in in two by two if that does anything for you. Um, subscribe to all of the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the flagship show, The Nerd Apocalypse. Um, we are doing uh, because there's because the world shut down. There's no news. Uh, yeah, there's no news. So we're just watching a, a bunch of movies. So I'm watching Spencer Confidential because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> and I forget what movie uh, Jay picked. Uh, I'm going to watch something else to try and make me feel smarter. Um, I don't know what I'm picking yet. And Terrence doesn't know what he's picking yet. So there you go. Does it have to be new? Um, we want it to be something that is easily accessible legally. That's fine. Isn't okay. that isn't isn't that a isn't that a rack war documentary coming out on Showtime? If you have Showtime, I have no idea what you're talking about. I ain't watching. I ain't watching <laughs> a documentary on the Iraq War. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. Well, no, no, no. Um, it's not. It's not about the war itself. It's about the fact that you know we couldn't basically leave them leave those fuckers alone for a long time. So, oh, okay. Yeah. If it's directed by the guy that did the Big Short, then I'll watch. Otherwise, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not watching that. Um, Black on Black Cinema is another one of our shows. Uh, one of the Holy Trinity, uh, along with this show and the Nerd Apocalypse. Black on Black Cinema. We uh, we recently reviewed uh, Uncorked, and you will hear that review this week. Um, coming distractions. I mean, look, if there's an old old movie, or not old movie, but a movie that came out within the past couple of years that you wanted to hear our opinions on, you can subscribe to the Coming Distractions feed. Uh, those are still up there. <laughs> and you get uh, weekly preview episodes of the political podcast. Look forward. I mean, I haven't listened to the new one yet, but it is always a very interesting listen. Uh, look, uh, here, here's here's what happened in the world of politics uh, this past week that we talked about. Uh, Joe Biden's now the presumptive Democratic nominee, which means Bernie Sanders is not in the race. Um, coronavirus continues to get out of control, and the uh, there's an incredible, incredibly important election in Wisconsin that might be a bellwether of things to come later this year. There you go. So there you go. Um, that's only the first half of Look Forward. The second half of Look Forward can be accessed by going to densepixels.com slash premium. For $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium slave shows, including the the second half of Look Forward. I take it Brad was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get your you get another fix of Brad. Um, uh, the airing of grievances, uh, the Seinfeld podcast that Jay and I do. Uh, no Time to Bleed. Uh, did he put out stealth yet i don't know i don't think so how would you have seen it even if he did (laughs) god damn it (laughs) uh so stealth is coming out 
we uh we did that the men with the golden tongues we uh brad and i are going to schedule something with jay he said he wanted to be on uh we will be reviewing mission impossible fallout uh and our brand new show upstage conversations did he put out our episode yet uh it'll be out by the same time this episode of dense pixels is out okay there was a lot of premium content all at once within the last week look how much value we're giving you for your money yes that's right amazing Working. working like slaves for you people and uh not getting anything for it except for your admiration thank you um, we would also like your five dollars a month. So <laughs> go to desperate.com slash premium and subscribe. So um China is doing China shit again. So apparently uh Animal Crossing, the the tour de force that has taken the entire world by storm in these troubled times, has been removed from Chinese retailers uh because a lot of pro-democracy protesters that live in Hong Kong uh are creating you know, pro-democracy uh, displays within Animal Crossing, which is very clever and pretty awesome. But China's going to China and and crack down on that shit when when that's happening. Wow, I didn't know you can import like photos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you uh, can use like a. There's an online tool that you can use to like put any photo in your computer on and it'll, it'll turn it into something in like the animal crossing design tool. And then you can create a QR code from that, scan that into your game and do whatever you want with it. Like create oh, wow. signs and put stuff on the ground. Wow. Has anyone in China, do you know that you know of uh, just like drawn a big Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> I, I would not be sure. shocked if any, if anyone, if anyone has. So Micah, here's here's and 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 everybody, here's something that's interesting. So here are here are the games in China that are officially available for Switch. These are the games that you can purchase officially for the Nintendo Switch. Now, the fact that I'm prefacing this statement with that, you know, with that with that preamble, lets you know it's not a lot. Here they are, ready? The full list. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey. That's the list. <laughs> Wait. Because Mario loves that's, China. That's the list of games that are officially available to play for the Switch in China. Yo, China has some serious issues. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Apparently every other game is uh it has something that's you know doesn't sit well with the Chinese government. Really? Like what yes. do you do yes. when you go to China? What does that do? Why do why would anyone why do you want to travel to China? They got two Disney parks. Really? Mm-hmm. So does America. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> they got two they 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 got the Iron Man experience in like Hong Kong. <laughs> okay. They, they they have delicious food. I mean, look, so Iron Man in that movie. Paradise. Iron Man in that movie when he got back. Does China have delicious food? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Have you ever had real Chinese food? Not just yeah. you from the corner yeah. store. Look, 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 look. If real Chinese food is even better than the Chinese food that's available in America, I would love real Chinese food. I think you. Yeah, okay, you might have to have a a, a different type of palate. 
to um, <laughs> enjoy real Chinese food. I'm just saying. So apparently it's still very easy to get Animal Crossing in China, though. You can import it. You can change the region on your Nintendo Switch so that you can download it from another region's eShop. Small yep. game stores have imported it. Like this, It's just their major retailers that pulled it off of shelves. Um, but again, as we said before, you can ignore politics, but politics will not ignore you. So you might as well make your voice heard where possible. Um, but obviously China's not the case where that's going to happen. Uh, speaking of making f- people's voices heard, um, ESRB heard, has heard everyone loud and clear for the past several years. And they have now announced that game ratings uh, on the back of the game box that describes what's in the game to rate it in such a way is now going to include warnings uh, for loot boxes. So now the rating box on the back of video games will specify if the if there's in-game purchases that give you random items in the game. Hmm. So did you have to spend did. money or just, yeah. just any type of yeah. loot box? Yeah, spe- spe- specifically, yeah, specifically, if you can buy a loot box that gives you a random item with real money, then it's going to be called out uh, on the back of the on the back of the box. And what is that going to be rated? Uh, I don't know if it's going to actually change the the rating of the game because it is a content rating. Um, now, what's interesting is that they were they were asked about uh, the SRB was how it's going to handle games that ship without loot boxes, but then add then them later, later yeah. like Call of Duty or any game that Activision puts out pretty much <laughs> anymore. Um, and then basically, uh, the SRB said they have to they have to resubmit. Um, if they do that and they have to put the updated rating online and then any future copies that ship out, uh, hard copies have to have, uh, the updated stuff on it. Of course, it doesn't really help the initial run (laughs) that's in stores, which is probably going to be like 80% of copies. Um, but you still have that going on, man. I really hope that, uh, that they don't make retailers do what they did the one time. Um, Oh, with GTA. Yeah. When they had to literally, they literally sent stickers to stores and they had to Mm -hmm. re-sticker. Uh, they put a little sticker over the top of the M rating and replace it with an AO rating during the hot coffee fiasco. Oh, the hot coffee fiasco. <laughs> Simpler times. So, uh, I mean, good. This is something that should probably be on there. I mean, there's all sorts of other content guidance on the back of game boxes. Why, why shouldn't they put this in there? Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I, would agree. Um, I agree. I, I thought I had something to add. I, I <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's up for a profound statement. Yep. I don't know what, uh, what the hell is wrong with my brain, but um, yeah, good for them. Uh, Resident Evil 3 has already sold over 2 million copies, Capcom has said, in just its first couple weeks of release. So it should come to the surprise of nobody that reportedly uh, a Resident Evil 4 remake is in development uh, currently, it's being targeted for a 2022 release date, so they'll spend a little bit more time on this one. I guess they have to. It's a bit of a different game engine, or at least, or at least a different gameplay engine uh, than the regular Resident Evil games. Um, apparently, Shinji Mikami is on board, uh, who, who's you know completely down with this. This is the one I think people really wanted after two. Like, I don't think there was a big clamoring for Resident Evil Three. Three. I would imagine that this is going to be quite successful. When it comes out, well, this is going to do gangbusters. Absolutely, like people who don't like most horror games still like Resident Evil Four. Um, yeah. I, also worth noting in this article, um, it, 
the RE4 remake is planned for 2022, but according to other credible rumors, Resident Evil 8 is coming next year as a cross-gen title. There you go. In what form? First person or third? Have they decided? Because that's a little strange. Who, who Four knows? is one of my favorite games. I've played that game. I've beaten that game more than 10 times. Jesus. Um, yeah, I like that game a lot. <laughs> uh, do I want a remake of that? Do I want to play that game again? You absolutely would. I know you would. It's one of your favorite games. You wouldn't want to it see is. it in its best possible form. You wouldn't want to experience it in your best. In, 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 in it's its probably going to control be. like the the last two. Uh, the controls are going to be less tanky because they still have the tank controls. You're just behind the back. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Three <laughs> yeah, years away. I, I got. I want to see a trailer for that. How to, how they upres not not upres but how they recreate that. Like, is it going to be like? Is it? Do you think it'll be more along the lines of Resident Evil Seven or more along the lines of the two and three remake? Right, because Resident Evil Seven going to be along the lines of the two, two and three remake yeah, because they they I think would action. piss a lot of people off if they did it in first person and made it feel like Resident Evil Seven, which is such a departure from the series. Um, yeah. yeah, I I think a lot of the fans of four who would be super on board for a remake would not be cool with them doing it like seven. Yeah. He's got to be able to suplex. Some niggas yeah. <laughs> like you got to keep all of that in there. You have to, I, I do hope they streamline the escort missions a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Yeah, they weren't that bad. She was just annoying as fuck. The missions themselves yeah. weren't really, uh, weren't really that bad. She was annoying. So, yeah, no, so you're no, use offense. no offense. But she was white woman and up. <laughs> yes, I she really, really was. Yeah, Look, I, I get it. You a true a, a, and all a true a true Becky. No offense to your <laughs> to, your <laughs> to my sister. Yeah, <laughs> that game was really long. Also, yeah, like, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember how long that game was. Like, just when you think you're about to finish it, like there's another like three or four hours. You're like, Jesus Christ! I never. Once you get it, you never finish it. Because you go to the castle and you're like, okay, I'm close to the end. But then no, there's a whole another section. Of the game, that's like a like a underground facility. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see what this looks like. Yeah, I'll play Leon, game. like a <laughs> wasn't Leon Secret Service agent or some shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you made it from beat cop in town <laughs> to, <laughs> to Secret Service agent. I mean, I guess that is the problem. He, sur- he survived the fucking Raccoon City pandemic. I mean, but like, do you get to jump from you know? A guy walking a beat in Coon City to to, to <laughs> like how much time has taken? Coon City. <laughs> I mean, if they're going chronologically, that was '98, and then uh, uh, Resident Evil Four came in what 2003, something like that. Yeah, 2002, okay. 2003. I mean, so I like guess. Yeah, yeah. Go to the FBI. Yeah. Uh, train okay. to become a, a lethal U- UFC fighter. Because <laughs> 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 whatever. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know the uh, fur line jacket was standard issue to Secret Service agents in, <laughs> yes. in, in, in the Resident Evil universe, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess it is. Um, PlayStation has announced that they are creating a ten million dollar fund uh, specifically to assist indie developers during uh, the pandemic that's currently going on right now. Uh, they've also said to help players uh, during to this play at home initiative uh, that's starting. 
April 15th through May 5th, uh, Uncharted the Nathan Drake Collection and Journey are Have going to be given away for free. Uh, no PlayStation Plus required. So even and they you, did give those away for for PlayStation Plus. They did already. They did. Uh, but if you don't have PlayStation Plus, then you can get these games for free. Uh, you get to keep them forever, no strings attached. No, no. So, four games. I thought they good. said. I thought they said they get you get to keep them until next month. No, no. Oh, they said you download these are, by next month. But you have to you have download, to download them by, them by May next 5th. month. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get to keep them as long as you own a PlayStation. And apparently, instead, players in Germany and China uh, will be getting Knack Two. <laughs> instead of the Uncharted trilogy, which seems, wow. like, seems like a bit of a downgrade. <laughs> I wonder the why. The critically oh, acclaimed Knack oh, 2. That's right, because there's they talk about Nazis in, in Uncharted 1, so they can't get the Uncharted trilogy. Wow. Right? Yeah. They don't even have to play Uncharted 1. Uncharted 1 is not a good game. You'll like give I said them, a couple like, Spider-Man or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Knack 2? Spider-Man? Hell no. That's a bit of a... That's a, bit of a <laughs> I, you know, S- Spider Man as a single game, I would say is probably on par with like the Uncharted trilogy as a trilogy. I mean, chi- China's not Nat getting. Two, great. are you fucking kidding me? With yeah, this I, don't, shit, chi- China, I don't China. think China would be taking Spider Man either. I think China would be re- like like Germany's is spe- is for, for a very specific reason. China's just like uh it's not, it's not. Yeah. vetted by us. So this yeah. is, this Mr. Is Negative is Asian and he's the villain. No. So a pretty cool uh, move from, from PlayStation here. Um, if, if you don't have Uncharted collection, that's a pretty great fucking thing to be able to get that. Um, it is, man. All three games I love for those free. Games. Yeah. Even, even the ones that aren't that good are still very good. Yeah, like three. Three is stupid. It was great. Three is a fine one. Don't even bother. I like one. Story wise, I like one. When was the last time you played one? I played the uh I played the uh the end, collection. The collection where they yeah. fixed the controls. I mean it's better than what it was. <laughs> no, it is better than what it was, but it's still mm. so uh, two is my favorite with uh two is with good. those with those blue hulk creatures. Four I have not played yet. I downloaded it, really? I haven't played it yet. Oh, it's 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 Four it's is, up there with two. It's up yeah. there with two. It's like the it's like the reverse of Die Hard, where it's like <laughs> Die Hard one and three are good, but two and four and five yeah. aren't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a fifth one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Damn, I forgot. That's the one with his son, right? Yeah. But he dropped a dude into a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie sucks. So that 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 movie and and Rocky Balboa share a special place <laughs> in my heart because those are two movies that I went into with the lowest expe- expectations possible, and, and both of them somehow. managed to clear that very low that very low bar to actually oh, be entertaining. It? Yeah, okay, entertainment was fine. Yeah, I guess. they were they were they were you guys you guys have talked about Die Hard Five. That movie for for its faults. Is if you could turn your brain off and not analyze the movie in any in any analytic critical way, is entertaining. Didn't didn't John McClane when he was in Moscow drive like a like a Mercedes SUV over traffic? Yes, like yes. on top of cars. Yes, that is correct. Yes, <laughs> because and, fuck and, Russia and, and off and off <laughs> of a bridge and off yeah. of a bridge. So I'm on vacation. <laughs> nobody, nobody vacates to Russia. Fuck out of here. He's going to see his son. 
It was Yo, a secret, to, secret CIA to, agent. We might have to review that movie. Oh, for what? For no, no time, time to bleed, bleed. or we like trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like I said, regard, regardless of which one you do it on, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be there for live for for what is it? I don't even remember the fucking name of it now. Um, did no, that was that was four. the fourth one. Yeah. Um, Die Hard Five. I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> like, a good day to die. That's hard. right. A good day to die hard. That's a really cool. What's the name of the new um, James Bond movie? Uh, no, no time, time to, to die. die. No time to die. Yes. Mm. Hush your mouth, there. Um, finally, uh, this I, I feel like that this is like like they're not saying it, but I feel like that this is the make or break time for Google Stadia. I mean, one hundred percent. It's it's, is. it's the perfect storm. People are trapped inside. They have no, they, they they're looking for things to do, and so now Google Stadia, because of these unprecedented times, that's their that's their quote. Um, for so state so Stadia Pro is now available to everybody as a free two month trial, and the basic version, the the long promised free version of Stadia that anyone can use without requiring a subscription of any kind is apparently finally now available. The only requirement is that you have a Gmail address. They'll send it to you? No, it's, 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 it's not, there's nothing to send. Saying? You just log into it. No, right? I mean, you still need that controller. No, you can use other. You can use a regular controller with it. What? Yeah. You, you never needed the... You needed the, the Stadia Pro controller during the, the beta or preview or initial launch, but you don't need it anymore. Now, oh, so yeah. you can use like a PlayStation controller? Sure, yeah, as long as it works on your device that you're that you're using. Oh, but you need a, a, a like one of those dongles. No, what the fuck? How as, does this as, work? As, so here, so <laughs> apparently, I just completely just so here 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 are give the here are the compatible controllers. So like obviously the Stadia controller, obviously keyboard and mouse. Um, you can use you can use a DualShock Four uh, on Google Chrome. And supported phones. You can use an Xbox One controller on Google Chrome and phones. You can use an Elite controller via USB. Uh, yeah, you, I'm saying you need Google Chrome. I mean, oh, you need you know, some of kind course, of Google. Of, co- of course, you need Google Chrome. Come on, they're, they're, they're not going to let you get by without downloading their web browser. You can even use a Switch Pro controller on Google Chrome if you want to. Here's the thing. That's fine and all, but like everyone's inside. So first of all. Like while the uh, the ISPs are kind of giving people like um, what are they giving them late fee forgiveness or whatever, mm-hmm. um, everybody's inside using internet. <laughs> like I think they're kind of uh, they're not slowing it down per se, but like that's going to be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Again, our infrastructure is already garbage. It ain't built for it. It ain't. So I think it's going. You said it's going to make a break. It's probably going to break it. Well, now unless they fixed it. Now it stands. It stands to it stands to note um, that much like any free trial, uh, you to to not pay for it after the two months, you have to opt out of the service before. No, your, what you do is you expires. fucking sign up, and then you automatically cancel as soon as you oh, fucking sign yeah. up. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Some some things, some things don't let you do that though. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't some things. Know. Don't. I don't know that. But here here's the problem: is that this happened like like this news was announced the day after we recorded last week. I haven't heard anybody talking about this. 
I didn't even all. hear. I didn't even hear the announcement. Yeah, neither did I. This is the first <laughs> I'm hearing of it. Oh, this is April eighth. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Again, literally a week from tomorrow, or a week a week after tomorrow. Oh wow. So right. yeah, so I I, I got to say that if if you're giving people giving everybody a free two month trial and you're giving everybody the free service that you've been promising for the last seven months, it took seven months to roll it out finally, and people still ain't using the fucking thing. It might be time to pack up the tent and go home. So I'm you're saying, saying I'd be able to play Doom Eternal on this thing? Is it even available on Doom Eternal yet? Is is Doom Eternal uh, available on that yet? Let's find out. What on your phone? My laptop? I don't, yeah, I don't you can do it on your laptop. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, the thing? It's, can it run? It's like, a, it's, a, it it's available on Stadia right now, so you can play it. You have to buy it, but you can play it. So what's free to play? Uh, only the stuff that's free if you have Stadia Pro, and even then you have to get the trial. So, so wait, what are you getting? That's what was access, see, this is what I access need. Access to the service, like the like the ability to purchase games from them and the play fuck? and play no. and play and play them and play them no. through the Stadia app. That's what you're getting. Yo, shut up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, getting I'm getting the. Fr- <laughs> Micah, it's as if someone's handing you. A PlayStation that you can take anywhere with you that has like ten games that you can buy. So it's like they're giving me PlayStation Plus for free, but I still got to pay for fucking games. Kind of. No, it's like Brian said. Someone is giving you a PlayStation, and then you but have the PlayStation to play can the only game. play like three and a half games <laughs> right. that we're playing. <laughs> so, that I have to pay for. Look, did have you ever wanted to restart Assassin's Creed Odyssey and play it on a different console? Well, you can now. Just by buying it again. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no. No. <laughs> no. Get out of here. Sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't eat. Um, are you done with that? Because I'm moving <laughs> on. <laughs> go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and make your Amazon purchases... You uh you get what you want without any extra cost, and you give us a uh, finder's fee. Uh, it's not a lot, so buy a lot because it's 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 four cents for every dollar you spend. So uh, hook us up. Don't be afraid uh, of of the virus that can live on cardboard boxes for days. Um, uh, maybe you'll get uh, maybe you'll get a nice uh, a nice person that I, I saw uh, on a video today. He he wiped the box down for a person before he, he put it down and, and left it there. So go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and uh, for, look. I'm on www.densepixels.com slash Amazon right now, and um, I'm looking at some of the stuff that they're recommending for me. One of the things they're recommending for me is a book that we already have. It's called Little Blue Truck Leads the Way <laughs> because, because, um, because we have a child. And uh, it's one of the many Little Blue Truck books. Uh, we have all except for the Spanish-speaking book oh. and the springtime book. But it is a it is one of many in the 
little blue truck universe. So if you want to boy yourself to tears by reading children's books, which are actually pretty good, by the way, I actually enjoy them. Um, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and just search for little blue truck. So uh, we go to the post office. Uh, we'll start with Cam. Says, how screwed do you think all of the new PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X will be if this pandemic stretches out much further and their launch lineups can't be produced properly? Uh, well, if any, if ain't nobody working, <laughs> I'm gonna say the. I think the bigger fear is people aren't gonna have money to be able to buy the fucking. Who the fuck is gonna buy out, it? So. Yeah. So. But no, that I, I mean, what, that's I ain't buying the new console this year. <laughs> well, <laughs> like neither am I. Um, do you, yeah, if it, do you think given the circumstances that they might consider delaying the launch until next spring? I both, would. both both of them. It's like I would, and I don't think anyone would be surprised if they did. I'm like, why why would you be surprised? Right. Like no one's buying anything. We're about to run out of food in the next like five months before <laughs> if it if it stretches out any longer, like there's gonna be way more important things to worry about than fucking video games. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't mind if they did. Give me some chance. To, it would give me a chance to get the money to buy them. <laughs> so <laughs> Jacob asks, uh, given the massive success that it's had thus far, how long do you see Call of Duty Warzone being in the lead pack of competitive battle royale games? Uh, as a franchise, they've all of a sudden started listening to the gamers and really tweaking it every time the masses suggest a good idea or change. With that in mind, do you think they can continue to tweak this thing into a long-running game, or do you think the next entry will wipe it? Uh, Terrence, you are the foremost expert on this podcast of Call of Duty Warzone. What do you think? Does it have the staying power uh, to hang with Fortnite long-term? Well, uh, Apex Legends is still up there. Um, they do their seasons like every five months. It's like four or five months or something like that. Um, but this is just war. This is just Call of Duty. It's about as simple as you can get as far as a uh, battle royale game, which I like. I don't like you start out with a weapon, so you have a chance to as soon as you land to kill somebody uh, instead of having to find a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like it, and I haven't played Call of Duty in forever. They're going to have to keep updating it. But I think I don't think um, Fortnite is going to be taken over anytime soon. Because they literally update like every fucking two weeks. Right. If something comes out like every other week for fucking for Fortnite, it is ridiculous. Who who developed Call of Duty Warzone? <sighs> Beanox. About five different companies in okay. Activision. Like when you turn it on, it's like five companies. Okay. So um, who who's maintaining it? Do we know that? I don't know. Question? I, I'd have to look. Interesting. Um, let me tell you something. It it feels like Apex Legends came out a hundred years ago. It really does. Like I know I know it's only been out for a little more than a year, but it feels like yeah, it came about out a year and a two months ever ago. Yes. So, time time is weird right now. It's really fucking weird. Um, here's something that uh we did not discuss on Look Forward. Um, that we still got some that we just got some new news about recently. So for those who are not aware. Uh, the state of Florida, the governor of Florida, declared that the that World Wrestling Entertainment is now an, an essential business and is going to be able to operate and, and film and broadcast live shows 
uh, from the WWE performance performance center. Now they're still not going to have an audience, and it's still going to be pretty you know bare bones, you know crew wise and things of that nature. But a lot of people were scratching their heads and were like, "Why the fuck is is WWE considered an essential business?" So John said uh, he he pointed out the 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 ludocracy of it all. And he's like, he said, I'm not even saying cancel the shows. The company shot a lot of tremendous footage uh, for WWE network. Why not air WWE network specials, which is actually a really good idea. I don't know why they wouldn't just do that. Um, that's still new content for a lot of fans that can focus on different talents. Couple it with some badass matches from that talent's past. There's gotta be a way to do this without risking talent's health. Now, there's some speculation, no one knows this for sure, um, that the TV deals that WWE signed with Fox and with USA Network for Raw and SmackDown and NXT require a certain amount of live airings, and it's like 48 a year. Like, literally, there's like four show, four times they're, they're allowed to air a taped show, and they've already had to burn through a shitload of those. Now, one would assume... That in the face of what's going on right now, considering stay-at-home orders, that they would ha- have some kind of exemption or some sort of clause in the contract to, to let them out. But I guess not. You, you, you signed a contract. That's true. So right. You don't have a force majeure clause in your contract, do you? So people are wondering, like, well, how, how the fuck did WWE pull this off? And it's really not like you don't have to connect a whole lot of dots here <laughs> to figure out how the fuck this happened. Honestly, for those who aren't aware, Linda McMahon, the spouse of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, um, runs currently is running a, a, a Trump oriented super PAC that just so happens, uh, just last Thursday promised millions of dollars to some GOP races in the state of Florida. Wouldn't, wouldn't, can you believe it? And then all of a sudden, uh, this announcement comes out of left field. I'm sure completely unrelated, uh, to that other thing that was going on. You know, like it's not even that they're cons, right? Like they're just, they're just bad at it. <laughs> they're just really bad at being it's just cons. Like, you know, like we, we can see you. Right. Like, we can like, all like, see you're on tape. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Like we see what you said. We heard it. Right. But, you you know, can't like, you can't give you can't lie and then give the wink in camera <laughs> and think we don't see it. <laughs> now now didn't she, wasn't she the um didn't she wasn't she the she was she was of the small, like, small, small business. business. Yeah. Right. And then she left and there. The she's WWE like, ain't a fucking small business no more, yeah. But but she, but she left there and she's like she's like, ah, she's like, I left the small business administration. What should I do? How about I head up this Trump super pack? <laughs> and 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 help them get reelected. Yeah, that's now, gross. The town ta- the town reportedly like, is she's not trash, happy yeah. about this. Apparently, they are not happy at all about. I this. can't imagine. Like I couldn't imagine knowing that my boss, like, and I've like met my boss several times, mm-hmm. is 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 the head of a super PAC for that garbage human being that we have as a president. Like that just kind of makes me sick to my stomach. So, I hate that nigga, yo. Now, now there are some folks like like Roman Reigns was basically like, "Look, I'll be back when I fucking feel like coming back." Because I'm not. I, I'm what are they going to say to him? Right, right but, but not, <laughs> right. Not, not everybody is in 
that yeah, position yeah, of you're privilege right. to be. But yeah, able he's to, he's that upper echelon. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. He can't he can't call his own shot. He can call his own shot. There's a lot of talent that can't. I mean, for fuck's sake, they 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 made poor No Way Jose fucking fly into Monday Night Raw to job out to somebody on on the show this week. No Way Jose doesn't need to be at the fucking TV tapings to to lose in two minutes to whoever the fuck he was wrestling. That's not necessary. <laughs> so, oh. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy! Like, what do they? Yeah, they, they, they can't do anything. They're all fucking contractors. They have. They they kind of. They can't do shit if they, they don't work. Have. They don't get paid. Right. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. And and again, it's, it's one of those things too, where like they, while they probably don't really want to be there, they also understand that not being there and and WWE not operating a hundred percent will have detrimental effects down the road. So it's like, I really don't want to be doing this, but at the same time, I want my future to be protected. So it's, it's right. for the same reason as any, a, a lot of essential workers that maybe don't need to be essential workers that are going into work that are just like, hey, I really don't want to be here. But at the same time, uh, I want to continue to get paid and have a company to work for in, in four months. So, but tune in to look forward for more. Um, Brian says, Carrie, what are your top five favorite monsters to fight in Monster Hunter World Iceborne. For the group, what fighting game characters do you have a hard time playing against online when someone picks them? Since he plays DBZ Fighters, for him it's Vegeta or Vegito. I don't know. They could be the same person or it could be a They're typo. Not. I will never is know. Not the kind, same as kinda, Vegeta. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> they kinda are. <laughs> they kinda are. Um, Bam. They kinda they, they kinda are. He's he's half Vegeta. There you go. But Carrie, uh, what are your top five favorite Monster Hunter and World? Iceborne monsters? specifically, like I'm, I, I'm assuming that he is specifically asking like the ones that were added in Iceborne. Um, it's tough. Um, I really like uh, the I, I liked regular Bracadios, but I really like Raging Bracadios, which was added finally on PC last week. Um, yeah, God, he's super fun. Um, I I'm a Lance main on Monster Hunter, and being able to do the counter claw just like over and over again, just to like fucking reattach myself to to Bracky and just wail on him is a lot of fun. Um, when he like locks you in that one room basically and like blows the whole room up, it's it's cool. It's a tough fight, but it's a very fun fight. Um, I like seething basil. I like regular basil a lot, but seething basil, it's like they, they made him like, they made him a little more scary without actually making him any more dangerous per se. Um, yeah. Like his, his little upgrades are, are pretty interesting. Um, I like fighting Shara Ishvalda. I don't like jumping into Shara Ishvalda SOSs because usually the people who I'm grouping up with are fucking morons. Like Shara with like a group of people who like all know what they're doing can be very, very fun. Shara with like three randos who have no fucking clue what they're doing is extremely obnoxious. Though, uh, uh, though I have not played monster hunter, uh, Terrence and I can very much sympathize with jumping in against certain monsters randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of, because of Dauntless, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Terrence um, has played Monster Hunter, so he can also sympathize on that regard as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm one of the morons that don't know what the fuck I'm doing in Monster. Yeah, <laughs> like I know what I'm I would, doing. I'd probably be really terrible. No, I know I would be really terrible at that game. 
Um, it would take me like three days to reacclimate myself to that shit. Uh, Safi Jiva, the Safi Jiva siege has been super, super fun. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. Um, there's there's a lot of fun ones. Um, Rajong can be fun. Um, I don't know. I feel like Rajong. I'm either having a really good time or a really terrible time. There's no there's no like in between. Um, I like Nargakuga a lot. Uh, oh, fucking Zenoger. Yeah, nope, Zenoger's Zenoger's my fifth. I fucking love Zenoger. Um I like Stygian Zenoger too, but like regular Zenoger, the music's cool. Uh he's fun to fight as a Lance player. Um his design's really cool. Yeah, God, I fucking love Zenoger. I don't love Velcana. Velcana can suck my dick. Um, how many new? How many there's a lot, yo. There's added? a fucking lot. It's it's, a, it's, a it's basically a whole. It's, basically, it's a whole second yeah. game, dude. Like, um, gold and silver wrath are both enormous pains in the ass. Um, I don't like black veil Valhazak. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I fucking love Monster Hunter. <laughs> Some good shit. If you play on PC, hit me up. Because uh, I'm going to be playing a lot of Monster Hunter since I don't have a fucking job right now. So, hooray. Any uh, any particular fighting game characters that give you a hell of a time online? Oh, man. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this. Um, I mean, that's relatable. <laughs> in, in, in Street Fighter, um, if I ever have to play against a bison player that knows what they're doing, I'm Yo. probably going to lose. Uh, fortunately, there's not a lot of those out there. Like, not that there's not a lot of bison players, just most of them are trash cans that don't know how to play on bison properly. I jumped on Dragon Ball Fighters for the first online matches for the first time in like six months. Last week, everybody. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man. Like, it's faster, like I told you. Um... But Vegito, he is a dickhead. He's an absolute <laughs> dickhead because oh, most of his moves are like multi-hitting. So like you got a block, it's like four or five kicks. He press one, you press the button and he kicks like four or five times. Um, and he's got like high-low mix-ups and shit. And if you uh, if you if you take your hand off a block, you're gonna get put into a combo that might take all your health. It's not fun. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Like he's really tough. Um, who else? No, the whole roster. I was getting my ass kicked. This dude hit me with <laughs> with a with a one hit uh, one hit kill with um uh Krillin. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like he caught me in a combo. Oh, you mean you, you need the other two characters with the assists? But like, yeah, he hit me. He went to fucking like uh, rage mode or whatever the hell they call it, sparking blast, and he took my whole character out. Had a full health bar. It was a touch of death combo. I was like, "Wow, Krillin." <laughs> sure whatever so yeah that game is uh if you leave it alone for a while it's rough it's rough out there but yeah ricky the whole cast at this point <laughs> ricky says uh the destiny so the, so in the new destiny 2 season they introduced uh these new thing called grandmaster nightfalls and the rewards that you get which are not very good uh, are resulting in some big streamers deciding not to stream Destiny as much until the next expansion comes out. Um, he he's saying is you know this this is bad news. Here's the thing: this happens seemingly all the time with Destiny, where everyone <laughs> expansion comes out, people play it like crazy for a week or two. All the streamers kind of do everything that you can do, 
Yeah, that's um, the problem with streaming. Right. There's no, there's nothing you to get keep paid them back. All, all of a sudden, people are like, is this game dead? Is this game going to die? And then when the next expansion comes out, everyone's back. Like, it, like, like with Destiny, it happens every single time. Just the thing that happened Apex Legends. Time. Like, when Apex Legends came out, people were playing it nonstop for, like, a month. And then they were like, oh, it's dead. But no, I can jump on Apex Legends right now and get a game within 20 seconds. It's not <laughs> dead. None of those games are going to die unless you just don't support them. Um, right. like that's kind of similar to Division 2. Like, Division 2 has exotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me... I was trying to find a, a pair of um, knee pads. No, it was a holster that, like, if if an enemy gets within 20 meters of you, it just sets them on fire. And that it resets every 20 seconds. I had to run this one mission probably 30 times before I got it because there's a 7% chance that they drop. And it depends on the uh, the difficulty you're playing at. Yeah, it's really difficult to get exotics in that game. Like they made it really hard and people are getting pissed off about it. Uh because and and if you do get if you do get the exotic, it's a possible trash roll. <laughs> like cuz you have different stats for all of these things and then the stats might be terrible. So, I understand. I get it. I don't play Destiny 2 though. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gone back to it. I I honestly don't know if I'm going to at this point, I really don't just because there hasn't been anything that's luring me back. Um, I've been playing video games as much in general lately, and that's a game that requires a lot of time to 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 enjoy. So, and I really just want to play like story based games for a while. I'm sure at some point it'll it'll all be back, but right now I have no compulsion uh, whatsoever. Even with trials coming back to hop back in. Um, Trey asks, what are the chances that we get a Final Fantasy VIII remake, taking cues from the seven remake? What paths or tweaks uh, do the original plot and gameplay-wise you think that should go with? Now, Carrie replied to Trey in the comments section by saying, a remake of what? And Trey... Well, yeah, no, because he had originally, <laughs> he had what it. are the chances we get a <laughs> oh, remake? And I'm like, oh, see, I, 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 remake I, of what? I, saw it before. I was like, what? I thought you were being flipped. And he said, Final no, Fantasy No, I was 8. not being flipped. I, and, no. I, and, I, and I was I was like, insert McBain meme here. Like, no, no, that, no, no, no. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, um, I was going to say the chances are probably close to zero because no one fucking wants a Final Fantasy VIII remake. But apparently Cam wants a Final Fantasy yeah, VIII so, remake. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like... like <laughs> We we've all I mean, known, that says a whole lot about Cam. It does. It? We we we've all known Cam online for several years now. At this point, I've met the man, and, and you and you and you nice. and you two have met him. Yeah, he's very nice. And 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 I've always wondered like where where this like anti Cam sentiment comes from, <laughs> and, and like and like the Andes and and your Brad Smoleys and 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 your Chris Alts and those and those guys. And now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. Um, definitely like the odd duck of the three PS1 titles because it's not beloved nostalgic goggles seven and it's not critical darling nine. Um, it's the Dawson's Creek of Final Fantasy. But 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 by the same token, oh. yeah, not wrong. Um, Not wrong. Yeah, I don't think there's any fucking chance in hell that. I mean, look how long it took them for them to do like just the up-res version. <laughs> it was it was literally like the last one to get. It. Yeah, it was the last one they did. Like it but took them four fucking version, ever. And they were like, "Here's an eight. Yeah, here's eight. You want to <laughs> play came eight? Out like here's a eight. After they announced it. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Look, the best part about Final Fantasy VIII is the song "Man with the Machine Gun," and. Uh, 
And, and look, if you just if you just want to like completely redo la- the Laguna portions of that game, I will totally play that game. Uh, I am not interested in hanging out with Squall ever again. And and look, even even uh, Carrie, I know that you were a man with machine gun stand, but even in the like like that wouldn't be the fifth best track in any other Final Fantasy game, or at least the notable ones. No, you're right. Like yeah. you're right. <laughs> I I think there I think there are, there are several tracks better in both nine and seven and six and, and four any and... other Final Fantasy <laughs> game that, that isn't an mmo and um, even 10 <laughs> like 10 10 has some bangers in it some yeah not like, many well, that being some. said like man, man with the machine gun like that 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 bops it's I like it's that song it's a lot. it's fine i you know you know why i didn't like that song as much is because i really didn't enjoy those sections of that game that much you're so. either you're either big into Laguna or you're not. Yeah. Uh, Trey also asks, why hasn't Square made a new tactics game? Money. Like they don't tend to sell. Like Fire Fire Emblem is the exception, not the rule. Like they don't. I, I would don't say that well. the recent success of the Fire Emblem series may spur them to do I, another I one. I would agree. I would agree. Because they, they were ever three houses one, did gangbusters for Nintendo. But how much uh, of that is because Nintendo, and how much of that is because tactics game? Like that, that's, that's also the true. Problem, but so. like everyone's fucking driving for Final Fantasy right now, so like, you know, I I think they could get away with doing a new tactics game sometime soon. I would love a new Final Fantasy tactics game. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy tactics is the best Final Fantasy, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the tactics advance games are fine. Um, I liked the first FFTA. I didn't love FFTA too. But yeah, like I'm a big fan of turn-based tactics. So I would I would totally get down on a new Final Fantasy Tactics game. But I don't think that's just I it's like I think they saw that like I don't think any of the FFTA games made them that much money. Mm-hmm. Um much as the original PlayStation Tactics was a, a success remains in a lot of people's like top tactics games ever made. Um, but yeah, as I said, I think, I think, you know, if, if Square Enix so- looks at the kind of numbers that Fire Emblem Three Houses has done and is like, well, what if we try this again? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they did that. We'll end it with Anthony who doesn't even ask a question. He just says he really enjoyed uh, GameStop beyond the register on the premium side and uh, please do more of them. Well, we are. We're doing at least one more, and we'll probably have to do more because uh, I, we did not tell as many stories uh, in in that you know seventy five to ninety minutes as I thought we would get to. So this this might be stretched out to a, a two, three, or four episode kind of kind of run. Um, but yeah, so we we will have that coming at you. Terrence has a ton of stories from GameStop that we didn't even yeah, touch. I on. got a few. I got a few. So <laughs> <laughs> a few. So, uh, but yeah, so look forward to that. Obviously, we will let you know when that's coming. And again, if you did not listen uh, to the first episode of Beyond the Register, go to densepixels.com slash premium and sign up for just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. Uh, that is it for the show this week. Uh, don't forget to go to densepixels.com slash fans and join our Facebook fan groups that you too can participate in the Dense Pixels Post Office question. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on any podcasting app as well as the other TNP studio shows, and then go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, subscribe to us there as well. 
Uh, you can follow Terrence on Twitch at Apparition410. Uh, you can follow Carrie on Twitch at Carrie. I have the feeling that you'll be seeing her on there a bit. I'm going <laughs> to probably do some streaming later this week and next week. And... Are you going to get back into Fallout 76 when Wastelanders comes out? Yeah, as I as I said earlier, I'm I'm probably I don't know that I'm going to stream it, but um, uh, why not? I'm gonna Go for it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, no, I think the stuff I'm gonna stream, I might stream some Stardew Valley. Um, I was thinking earlier today, I'm like maybe I do like a single sitting Golden Sun stream again because <laughs> I can finish <laughs> that game in like 12 hours. Um, and sitting. yeah, I I can finish Golden Sun in 12 hours, start to finish single sitting. That ain't no problem. Um, Mostly because like Golden Sun is very much my happy place, and uh, <laughs> this is this has been a real shit few days. So I I feel like I need to need, need to go need to go back to Wayard and and see my kids and, <laughs> and play through that story because uh, this uh, this sucks, guys. So it's it continues to be shitty out there. Um, but just uh, like I said, we're hopefully we're we're doing a little bit to keep you guys entertained. Yeah. Um, and we're entertaining ourselves too, quite frankly. I might stream Warzone or Division 2. There you go. Is even interested. Because uh, I like that game. It's fun. Very cool. So that's it for this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. And we'll see you all the next time. Thanks. See you. Take it easy.